We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. He was already locked in mind anyway. But... <laughs> Flashback to like two years ago when Andrew said he's never, never playing play- yeah. again. Yeah, I, I probably should have prefaced that like I'm never playing New England Revolution Lee win again. <laughs> Which you still did, I'm pretty sure. But uh, yeah. I definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> I think it took one week off. Um, <laughs> this is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and J.D. Bazo. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Monday evening by J.D. Bazo to talk about some Major League Soccer, which has another double game week, of course. No Skylar Redpath this week. He is uh, living it up in California. JD, you're just gonna have to carry this podcast a little bit more. More than I already do, is that what you said? Hey, hey. No, no, I'm I'm teasing. It's uh it's kind of a rough week. A lot of these teams haven't played in a while. Yep. A lot of the players are gonna be coming back from international duty. Um and the double game week teams are not good. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah. before we get into this week, how'd you do last week? Well, infamously, I tweeted out and got some attention for uh, saying I was going to fade David Villa last week. Uh, I was around overall rank 52. 
I think now I'm down uh, the low 90s. Oh my gosh, you're in, uh, you're in my range. Yes. So I I knew it was a a risk. Mm-hmm. But you went full uh, fade. Full fade on wow. VO. Yes, because I was thinking if if NYCFC got a clean sheet, that was one of my two outs. Yep. Um, another one, my other out, I figured was if um, David Villa only got one goal, which he did, and he almost got zero. Yeah. What I what I didn't bank on was him getting nineteen shots. I think <laughs> combined. Um, that helped. That was that was a problem, and I mean. The Wednesday game went pretty much as planned, except the fact that he got, I think, nine shots. Yeah. I mean, he was very active. Um, I was lucky to escape that one, but no big deal. I thought, you know, DC United has been playing really well. Mm-hmm. They're going to be better rested, and NYCFC are already short a bunch of people. So as long as I can get through the Wednesday game, hopefully DC United will take care of business. Yep on the weekend and DC United not only did they look like the team that had just been playing a ton of games rather than NYCFC they had three people on their bench three field players on their bench sorry yeah. uh that's pathetic when you're a professional soccer team <laughs> um and they only used two subs which is cracking me up because I'm sure it's because they didn't want to make it look like only having three field players was a problem was a problem yeah <laughs> so they're like oh we didn't even need our third sub well yeah. They look like trash um, after they've been playing really well lately. So that's disappointing. Um, you know, they come in, they have another double game week this week. So I guess we'll see what happens with them. But, I mean, I'm skeptical about DC United in general. And then I guess the whole point is I, I faded V and it didn't work out. But I was going for the number one spot. And mm-hmm. you have to take some calculated risks. Obviously, if I was just trying to maximize my points for that one week, I would have went with Via, but in a like a binary situation like that where everybody was going towards one side, even though I thought maybe fade Via was a twenty percent chance, um, I think that's a was a solid risk to take. Yep, didn't pay off, but I I feel like it it almost did. I mean he he played really well, so I can't say that it was a, a smart choice, but I'd probably do it again because mm. I I got second last year. I'm going for number one. Um, I really don't care if I'm number five or number yeah. 95. There you go. Um, as, as long as it looks respectable at the end of the year to support my standing as a, a so-called fantasy expert, then <laughs> whatever. Um, I did play Via. I captained Via. I, almost everybody did, yeah. yeah. I mean, which was the smart play. I actually fell back um, despite scoring 112 points. I'm now 102nd overall. Um Skyler, we can talk about briefly because he had a monster week. Um, he scored 124 points, which um, the old system let me see his week rank, but I can't see it from here. But he's now up to 48 overall. I think he was second overall week rank. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. I and think that's what I off. saw mm-hmm. in, in some Twitter direct messages. I could be wrong. Okay. Okay. Uh, are you still first in the supporter shield? Uh, second. Second. Oh, okay. I'm seventy seventh now. Which I don't uh, really know how to check that. There's yeah. apparently a way to check that. Yeah, it's so. just your view team points on the on the desktop. No, no, I don't know how to see like how far behind I am. Oh, oh, I got gotcha, you. Sorry, gotcha. yeah. there is a way. Well, b- I think. given that we're the only ones who are paying attention to that, I don't think they're working too hard. Do someone, I? someone tweeted away at us. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then he also tweeted uh, if we had him on the podcast, he would have 
convince me to play Via. But oh, okay. Um, that's Andrew doesn't like guests. It's not that I don't which, like them. <laughs> no, it's it's complicated. And it's uh, I understand it's a a road wire thing. So probably hardly. It's really just a no. me thing that uh, yeah. It takes me a while to like figure out how to talk to people on the podcast and so throwing like a new person at me i'm just like so what's your favorite uh, ice cream and then <laughs> that's like, true and plus we don't know if you're gonna suck so exactly exactly <laughs> that's how i feel anyway uh let's jump into what are we up now week uh 29 I, I think it's 29 i was gonna guess 28 oh yeah 29, 29. is that you put that in my ranking spreadsheet oh yeah um, that's right yeah. Uh, so week 29, as you mentioned, we've got some double game weeks. It's really just two teams, D.C. United and Minnesota United. Uh, D.C. is home against Minnesota on Wednesday, and then they are home against the Red Bulls on Sunday. Nice, uh, good stretch there. And then Minnesota's at D.C. and at RSL. Um, I I think Skyler might convince me to take four Minnesota United players, and I want to know if you agree with that. Skyler's going to convince you to? Is that what you said? I assumed he would. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't... Four I'm bites not... at the apple, or, uh, like... Two bites. Two bites, excuse me. Four players of two bites, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if I can really... I mean, can we even find four to play and take up spots for somewhere, someone else? Well, that's a problem, because <laughs> we have some suspensions involved. We yep. have some international call-ups, um, some injuries... So Minnesota is looking a little thin uh, on top of already being probably one of the thinner, maybe more less quality rosters in the league. I don't mm-hmm. know about thin because they they have built some depth. But, um, yeah, so I think Michael Boxel is out both games because international duty, he yep. comes back. I'm pretty sure he's serving a suspension. Last time they played, I think they had two red cards. Um, or maybe it's some yellow card suspension. I'm not positive. Anyway, not not really planning on using Boxel since he's not going to play the first game. But, but would you even really play a defend two? I mean, you're not the home drone here, but like two Minnesota maybe. United away twice, and you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna play a defender? Perhaps. Okay. Not now. Because not only is Boxel out, Calvo is definitely out yep. both games. He's definitely serving a suspension. He's out for this first one for international duty. Not going to be able to play him. Uh, Ibarra, the new Ibarra, Rommel, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, international duty for mm-hmm. the first game. Rasmus Schuler, who would be probably one of the most likely people I would use because he's a good five points a game yeah. defensive midfielder. Sort of two-way midfielder, but not really a lot of offense going on there. Uh, he's international duty yep. for the first game as well. Um, they have this new guy, Fernando Bob. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's played for them yet. Uh, Agreed. And he could siphon some defensive midfield time away from the guys that we think are going to be playing, like Colin Warner, like Ibsen. Mm-hmm. Um, he could rotate in probably for one game, sub on for another game. That makes that whole situation confusing. I know Ibsen is a fairly popular play. Um, Miguel Ibarra Mm -hmm. took corner kicks over Ibsen last match. Um, I know he's been mixing in for a while. So I think Miguel Ibarra is probably one of your better plays. He's 7.5 million. I like that. Darwin Quintero, 
Uh, he happens to look like he's going to be healthy in time. He missed uh, two games with a calf injury, I believe. Looks like he'll be back. So I think I'm playing him for sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe even like if he only plays one game, not a huge deal because like he's a really good player yeah. just for one game. It's not ideal because he's on the road, but uh, if he gets bonus time in the second game, then that's great. Okay. So I think Quintero's one. And then I think Angelo Rodriguez up top with Quintero underneath him. They haven't had a lot of time together, maybe a game and a half. Uh, I think that's going to be a really good partnership. I'm willing to to go with him as well. Okay. So we have two attackers. Yeah. Um, defenders, like I said, they have so many people missing. I'm not counting on a clean sheet against either team. So what you do with those final two spots <laughs> is honestly up to you. I mean, if you think you can predict playing time, be my guest. Yeah. I might put in Brent Coleman, or maybe I'll use him on the bench. He's 5.4 center back. He's at least going to accumulate some bonus points, mm-hmm. I imagine. Um, I mean, he also is going to be done with his game before the Red Bulls play on Sunday, before Chicago plays on Sunday, and before Orlando plays on Sunday. So you would have options to to put in if he doesn't pan out and he's on the bench. Yep. So I think Coleman is in consideration. Okay. Uh, then that leaves a, a third spot, and it basically comes down to can you find a, a center midfielder that you're comfortable with? <laughs> Ugh. I don't know. I don't know if I can because, like I said, Fernando Bob being in the mix, uh, having two first names, um, <laughs> very frustrating in many aspects. Would you feel better if his name was Bob Fernando? Yeah, if, actually, I would like that a lot more. Okay. Just checking. I'd probably play him. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I, it's it's really tough to tell. I mean, Mason Toy could get some minutes at forwards. You For have sure. Abu Donladi. Um, I know Eric Miller is out with an injury, but it sounds like he, he might be back for the weekend. I don't think he's going to be back for the Wednesday game. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another guy that's only mixing in for half the time. Um, Colin Warner, I mean, 5.8 million. He, he's an okay bet to play two games mm-hmm. like him and Ibs, him and Ibsen are probably the guys I would go with if I had to pick a fourth, but, um, their floor plays and mi- considering once again, that I'm now down to in the nineties range, which not to sound spoiled. I know some listeners are probably below that I would imagine, but, uh, trying to work my way up here. So I'm probably going to go for some upside instead of these the safe low points. Um, I'm actually very curious to see what the people at the top do because it's a huge decision. Do you go with the safe Minnesota points or seemingly safe Minnesota points or the one week plays? Because we have a we have a smorgasbord of games here. Pretty much every other team looks like it's it's in action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't really have any good overwhelming favorites at home other than. Um, LAFC. Salt Lake is a nice one, but Salt Lake is yeah. Oh, that's true. Salt Lake, I missed that one. But it seems like Salt Lake and LAFC, um, who are home against the Revs, it seems like those uh, are the ones to take most advantage of. And I, I would like to throw in Philadelphia at home against Montreal, but I yeah, never can it. really get the Philly do guys it. right. No, Philly at home is a good call. 
Toronto at home is very intriguing yeah. against the Galaxy, who just fired their – not fired. He resigned. Siggy Schmid resigned because they let him, essentially, I'm mm-hmm. assuming. Um, Galaxy defense is already bad. Yeah, really bad. And uh, Toronto are – if they're not mathematically out of the playoffs, which I don't think they are. Yeah, I don't think they are either. They're, they're really teetering on the edge, so they have, like, no hope. But uh, if they do want to get in, they have to get three. Yep. I mean, there's pretty much that's you. There's no choice. Yeah. Um, and then Sporting on the road at San Jose is a great matchup. Do you think Sporting away uh, to San Jose is better than Atlanta at Colorado? In, offensively or defensively? Both. Um. Like I feel like San Jose kind of can score at home. Oh, they definitely anybody. can score. They have their yeah. most goals since 2012. I saw today, but uh, it just so happens they're like last place in the league. Right. Um. So, but they obviously can't stop anybody. I get, but like I would have much more thoughts that uh, Colorado shuts out Atlanta than San Jose shuts out Sporting. I, I think you're on to something. It's really hard, obviously, to fade Al Marone or mm-hmm. Yosef Martinez. Um, so, like, I don't know if you're looking at the individuals of Sporting Kansas City and being like, oh, yeah, let me play um, Christian Nemeth right. <laughs> or, or Diego Rubio over Yosef Martinez. That's probably not happening. Right. But I think it, from a broad perspective, maybe maybe you're on to something. Sporting have a better chance to, to score. I I guess I. Colorado are really bad though, so I mean they're they gonna are. get scored on. Yeah, they're both oh, gonna sure. get scored on. It's we're yeah we're kind of drilling into semantics here. Yeah, I I I'm guessing, uh, and you haven't come out with your rankings yet. Skyler hasn't either. I assume he's doing his this week, but yeah, I mean it's only Monday. Give us a exactly break. exactly. <laughs> um, if you play Quintero and Rooney, because uh-huh. of the double game weeks, you really only have one other forward spot, and a lot of people don't necessarily want to pay up for three forward spots, but you have some very good single game week options like Vela against New England, Yosef against Colorado. Um, I don't know. Javinko against the galaxy. Like, yeah, no, you're right. There's a, there's plenty of really good single game week options, yeah. even BWP at DC United. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So it's like where Ekelich hosting Orlando is an underrated forward play. Oh, I feel like I'm talking to Skylar anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, like uh, where do you think those guys end up in terms of your rankings? Where do I think Rooney and Quintero end up? I assume they'll be, if they're not one and two, they're certainly going to be one and two in Skylar's. Um, yeah. So I really, yeah. where does like Vela, Javinko, and um, Yosef fall. I doubt Zlatan, although, frankly, Zlatan is playing against a team that's been pretty bad. Yeah, no, he's up there, too. Yeah. I don't know if he's top five, but he's he's right after that, probably. Right. Um, that's so tough. I mean, Yosef Martinez might be, even though he's on the road, he might be the the top of that single game week group mm-hmm. for me. And then I think Vela and then I think Javinko. 
then we're looking at Ibra. Yep. Um, honestly, then we're probably looking at a BWP. Yep. Nikolic. Um, Javinko has been awesome. Yeah, it, that's I really paused because I I was thinking, <laughs> how can I put him at the back of that that three person pack he rattled off? It just doesn't seem like Vela's goal upside is as nearly as high as Javinko's, and yeah. certainly not Martinez's. Yeah, that that's a convincing argument. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean Josie Altador too. Yep, can't forget about him. Nope. Nope. Yeah, it's a good. I mean, and so here's. I'm, I think I think what you're getting at, or maybe what this is leading me to think about, is like, am I going to do this to myself again, where I don't want to play Rooney? Right. Mm-hmm. Just like I did last week with Via. When you add up a bunch of little concerns, you add up that the the second game is going to be against a, a better rested team. Yep. You add up that he's been playing a ton lately. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, this is going to be his fourth game in 14 days, maybe 13 days. They do play Sunday. That helps a little. I mean, Yeah, probably 14 then. Uh, and they were actually playing a packed schedule before that simply because of these, uh, well, their stadium, I think, factored in. But it's yeah. just a congested schedule, which blows my mind that Minnesota hasn't played for two and a half weeks. It's forever. And and, and and then it just so happens that when they finally come back and play, it's the international break, yeah. and they're missing crucial players. I mean, they they're not going to make the playoffs, but they have a a very outside chance. Mm-hmm. So it's a shame that they're going to be missing these guys when they could have been playing for the last two and a half weeks. Yeah, like that's ridiculous. That's stupid scheduling. They're pretty far behind though. It would be yeah, a, a really dropped, incredible run. They've dropped four out of the last five. Yeah. But, one, yeah. 11 and it, one. Uh, I mean, it would be like a crazy. Seattle Sounders type run from last year. Yeah, that's fair. But they're not, they're not that good. No, they're not like we, the Seattle thing. It was like they had good players it was and they brought in. Yeah. They brought in Ladero that year. Yep. And, yep. But, uh, Minnesota brought in Fernando Bob. All right, lock them in above that red line. You heard <laughs> just it here so you first. Guys, yeah, just so listeners know, Fernando Bob is a defensive midfielder. He may allow them to play a more offensive lineup because he's might be the single defensive midfielder. Right. Um, it could, when Schuler comes back, it could unleash him higher up the field just a little bit more than he's been playing. Uh, same with Ibsen if they're ever in at the same time. So uh, that I think you need to look at Fernando Bob as the guy that allows some other people to gain attacking value rather than somebody to play yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just to, to circle back, because I did, guess I didn't explain it well the first time. Let's let's stick with the midfielders, uh, specifically these double game weeks. Do you think you're more likely to fade Rooney than you are Luciano Acosta? Oh, yeah. Lucio is in. Oh, okay. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Paul Ariola is coming back from U.S. national team camp, so he's in the discussion. Wow. Um, you have Yamil Assad. Mm-hmm. Not convinced he plays both just because yeah, he was coming back from that injury. Yep. Um, but if I can get 120 minutes out of him, I'd be excited. Okay. I just let this, even though Minnesota are well-rested, it seems like I listen to some interviews 
it seems like they're not only well rested, they're like in a, a pretty good place mentally. They're ready to play and get back in action. Um, they had a, a ton of time to prepare for this game. Yeah. DC United have to be tired. I mean, first of all, they got ran all around Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. In fairness, not a lot of running on a field that small, but <laughs> they weren't doing a lot of running. That's true. That right? <laughs> um, I really, I, I like Minnesota's attackers because of the first game. Mm-hmm. So I like their mid, like Ibarra. Yep. I think he's he's definitely in. DC United, I mean, pick your poison after Rooney. You can you can see my rankings on Wednesday once I see the starting lineup. I'm going to push out the update as soon as I can. Mm-hmm. But it's really tough to speculate when they've had such a, a crowded schedule yeah. as to who's even going to be in the lineup on Wednesday. It seems like just the way that they've been playing, they're, they should just run them all to the ground. Like sit them in when they finally have an away game. And then... I mean, they're five. What are they? Yeah, five points back with two games in hand to Montreal. So it's. I mean, yeah, Montreal and New England have been really bad lately. Yeah. Um. So, if you're DC, you do have to pick a time to rest these guys soon. I think, and maybe maybe you do it all at once. Maybe you rotate them and never put out like a full strength eleven for a couple games, which wouldn't be my preferred choice. Yeah, but. I'm not sure. I don't that, know. Yeah. Would you rather have one of these non-Acosta DC midfielders or um, somebody like Rusnak or Plata? Like Probably think... the DC midfielders because oh, you, get, okay. you get two games. Okay. The midfield's the best place to have two games. Yep. Against one, like that's the most lopsided for me, to the point where you consider defensive midfielders over like great number tens, because two games of bonus points is a, a big advantage. And if that number ten doesn't get a goal, then usually you're you're winning with the defensive midfielder. Yep. And they're and they're cheaper. Yep. So like midfield's the spot where you definitely most weight the two games. Mm-hmm. Unless there's great defensive matchups, in which case, then you say, oh, you know what, there's probably good likelihood for a clean sheet. Well, we saw Defend- that last week with New York. Yeah. Defenders still get bonus points, so go for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Hamid was so close to saving that via free kick, too. That really <laughs> angers me. Uh, sorry, man. No, I mean, it's fine. I I still wouldn't have had a great week regardless, but... Mm. Uh- all right, key staying with the midfield here. Um, Almiron is obviously a consideration anytime. Um, what teams do you look for? I mean, we we mentioned RSL. I mean, LAFC. I've got at least. I can't believe I keep going back to Lee Win of all people, meaning me going do to it. Lee Win. But because not only is it Lee Win, it's a revenge Lee game. Win revenge game. Yeah. Yes, big time revenge. I'm honestly, he's lock him into my lineup. Wow. Love it. He was already locked in mine anyway, but <laughs> flashback to like two years ago when Andrew said he's never, never playing play- with yeah. again. Yeah. I, I probably should have prefaced that. Like I'm never playing new England revolution. Lee win again, <laughs> which you still did. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But uh, yeah. I definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> I think it took one week off. Um, <laughs> but do you, 
I mean, Rusnok's really good too, by yeah. the way. Yeah, like that's an awesome play. So wait, we have Rusnok, we have Almaroon. You like Rusnok over Plata? I can't even ever remember what position that guy plays. He's now a midfielder. I think okay, he was a forward la- either last year or literally in the spring season. That drives me insane. Just all the websites that have fantasy soccer need to come together and agree <laughs> what to play him as and get it right. Yeah. Yep. And then MLS switches it like halfway through the year, which is also very mm-hmm. frustrating. But um, In fairness, they changed their entire game. They reset the entire <laughs> game. Um, but yeah, so you have those guys. Um, I don't know who I like better. I guess it's what you need, like. Safer points, Rusnok. Mm-hmm. Upside. That's what always gets me because Rusnok does have upside, but Plata just hits his so much more. Yeah, I, I think it's that Rusnok's floor is higher, but the difference between their it's almost like the difference between their floors is the same as the difference in their ceilings. And the ceilings are the same, but the frequency with which they hit their ceiling is different. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Um. Vaco? No, it's just not happening. <laughs> not, not a week for the uh, earthquakes. Okay. Uh, Philly's got some interesting options. Yeah, Dechal. That's what. Yeah. That's what's really killing me. Because do I play Dechal or do I play Win? I mean, Dechal is for me right in there with Rusnak, Almera, and Win. Plata. Mm-hmm. I think. Which then it's like I only have one more spot for a double game week midfielder, yeah. and obviously I want to use more than that. That's. What I keep coming back to that the 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 team I want to play only has Acosta in terms yeah. of midfield double game week players. Well, I think you need to use Ibarra and make sure you pick the one with the M in front of the right. last name. <laughs> right. Like I would rather, and I it's mostly because uh, I am now in your boat, or you're now in my boat of trying to be a little <laughs> more aggressive. That I would rather try to get. And obviously the the salaries are significantly different, but it makes more sense for me to play somebody like Rusnok than Ibsen, even if I knew Ibsen was playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 180. That's so, true. I don't know. That's how I'm. It it also comes back to the like. We have how many weeks left? Not that many, but not that few. Mm-hmm. Like we six at it's least, six, right? Yeah, it's thirty five weeks. Thirty five or thirty four. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so, like, I don't want to spend every week just, like, going for the not optimal plays mm-hmm. and, like, making these these gambles. But uh, if this week doesn't happen, then the next week I feel like we're, we're almost certainly feeling more pressure to do it, yeah. uh, et cetera. So, like, last week I took Via because I didn't really like the thought of gambling this week. But um, I don't know. Yeah, we've got... Because if you gamble this one. week and you fade the double game week player, you also have to hit sure. the alternative. Sure. Like, it was much easier to hit the – I don't know. Maybe people think it's easier to hit the alternative this week. But last week I felt like it was a clear, like, either this happens or this happens or maybe a third option happens. And then this week there's just many more variables, yep. which – Maybe you think that when you have more variable or more options, that you're more likely to to pick the right one because you can pick from yeah. from a better number. But uh, I don't know. It, uh, yeah, I don't. 
it just feels like I'm forcing myself to get double game week players that like, I'm just basically <laughs> hoping that Quintero and Rooney don't start Wednesday. And then it's, just, it's easy to just get rid of them. Although it's really midfielders I'm trying to get rid of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, both, it would be nice of both. Yeah. Honestly, if they just both play a, a total B team. Yeah. I'll maybe take like one guy that I think is going to play in both games mm -hmm. and that would be sweet, but that's not what's going to happen. No, no, definitely. The, I really just, if Rooney plays Wednesday, I'm just scared. He's not going to play Sunday. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I'm not playing Rooney. Wow. You know what's going to happen? They're going to get a penalty. <laughs> It'd be the least effort. Goal. No, what's, I'm gonna. He's gonna somehow play Wednesday. I'm not gonna play him. We're gonna get through that really risky scenario, and then when he they host the Red Bulls on Sunday, he's gonna like sub on for a, a brace or uh -huh. something. Oh gosh. I was I was like six or seven game minutes away from pulling off the via fade, sort of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um... We haven't talked about this Dallas-Columbus game or Houston-Portland uh, or Vancouver-Seattle. Yeah. Like those three, um, they all have kind of interesting players, but I'm not sure that they get ahead of any of the guys that we've already discussed. I pretty much agree with you there. Yeah, that's a good way to look at mm -hmm. it. I mean, clean sheet-wise, I don't know who you would take. Right. Like out of all of them, maybe Seattle on the road. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> But it's a Cascadia match in Vancouver. Like, they seem to play these games like kind of interestingly fifty percent of the time. Mm -hmm. Like some sometimes they are like just revved up and kind of running at the the opponents in these Cascadia games. Like Reina's out there. Um, I think have, Skyler would rank Kai Kamara unusually high this week because of it. Uh, yeah, you could be right. I'm not going to, but. Yeah. <laughs> He's in my top 20. Sure. It's just, um, I can't imagine possibly using him. Like, out of all these other options, I'd rather go with, like, whoever Salt Lake plays, even if it's Corey Baird wow. than Kai Kamara. Okay. This, it would definitely be a conversation where I'm like, all right, JD, you have Kai Kamara 20, and Skylar, you have him 7. Yeah. Like, I think it'll be unusually high like that. Hopefully he does his rankings before he listens to this. Yeah, if I had to guess, Kamara's around 15 okay. for me. Okay. But like you said, I didn't do my rankings yeah, yet. Yeah, not yet. Um, but even in midfield, like, the only guys from those games you're really thinking of are Ladero, Valeri. Aaron Gies. Yep, Aaron Gies, and I guess Pedro you Santos. Throw, or, uh... You could throw Raina in there. Yeah. Um. I'm probably not looking at Iguain. Right. Uh, I'm probably not looking at Tomas Martinez. Right. Um, yeah. Mostly because they're, they're not even that cheap. Like it's not like you're gonna go with one of them because you can't quite afford it. Like the Rusnak, Win Acosta, whoever else. Like those guys are pretty expensive too. Yeah. Like you're paying it's... you're paying the same for less. Yeah. Exactly. For what it's worth, I think Rui Diaz, if like he's a forward that anyone was considering, I'm pretty sure he might have got hurt on international duty. Yep. Um, I believe he did as well. That's fine. I mean, one less person to have to pick from. <laughs> um, so 
let's see. Colorado, we're obviously not going to. We did. Uh, would you consider Piatti or, or is he just way too expensive for kind of this week? Yeah, I don't think I'd use Piatti. Yeah. It's a combination of just like his volatility, uh, being expensive, being on the road. I like Philly's defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have other good options. So. Yeah. That works for me. Um, so defense, it seems like we'll, I'll uh, include goalkeeper in here because we're really just clean sheet hunting. I assume Hamid is the easy number one. Um, yeah, I guess I don't like it, but really, I wanted I mean, to have I wanted to have Shuttleworth over him, and then I saw the defenders they were missing. And I mean, is Shuttleworth two? I don't think so. I was gonna say, yeah. I don't... <laughs> you want to say mean, Shuttleworth, but he's not even really second. Well, if you had Boxel and Calvo, I'd feel it, and Schuler for both games. That's yeah. like three really good defensive pieces, actually. Mm-hmm. Um. And I mean DC United. I'm just going back to the tired factor. The uh, they started Jalen Robinson last game. Yep. Um, I don't know. The, their defense isn't good, and they're not going to get a clean sheet against the Red Bulls on Sunday. I would assume not. So arrested two and a half week Minnesota United. Are they going to get a clean sheet against them with Quintero and? Angelo Rodriguez, Miguel Ibarra. I mean, Minnesota haven't had much trouble scoring goals this year. True. I guess, I mean, they're obviously not as good as most other teams in the league at scoring goals, but um, that that's not Minnesota's downfall. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, for me, neither of them are getting clean sheets, but you still have to take some defenders from those teams. Right. You definitely need a Minnesota one. You're just higher on Minnesota than I can the picture night, myself the, being. Yeah. And even we've had this conversation with DC. Like I'm probably using Coleman. I mean, just okay. But it might be from the bench, right? Which sort of seems like a waste, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's like not even really MLS caliber, but right. he's a nice, he's exactly. a nice guy. He's a nice guy, so I'll roster. Him. Yeah, just what we're looking for. <laughs> um, so then, where do you go for your next goalkeeper? Then you got to switch route somehow. You go with Romando. Uh, you can't really switch with Romando if you have Hamid. Why not? Because you'll get Hamid's first game Wednesday, and then Romano doesn't play till Saturday. Well, don't you want to see? Oh, you want to see two? both? You mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, you'd probably want to see both. Yeah. So Bendik guess... or Sanchez? What's that? You so you would go with Bendik or Sanchez? <laughs> or Cleveland, who's uh, that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, theoretically, okay, D- talk... DC's game on Wednesday is their easier of the two. Like, yeah. if, if Hamid doesn't get the clean sheet on Wednesday. Then you just right. switch him out. Yeah. Okay, let's just go Hamid. <laughs> and then the next one would be... Um, probably Tyler Miller. If he starts. Do you get that job back? Yeah. But you're not thrilled about it. I don't love it. Right. I mean, I kind of want to play Melia. 
but I kind of don't want to do that. I kind of want to play <laughs> Ramonda uh, Guzan. Kind of want to play Ramondo, like you said. Yep, it's a good suggestion. Bono's not bad, or Irwin if they. Uh, kind of... yeah. There's just Laton fear. That's all. Right, exactly, and I mean Alessandrini too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't shy away from Blake. You know, I I will say this about L.A. Dom Kinnear is in there. Who uh, talk about being a defensive-minded coach? Yeah. Can't believe that guy keeps getting jobs. Unbelievable. I mean, he's done. There was a, lot a joke of... when I saw that he was <laughs> that he was named. Well, he was their assistant coach. Yep. So. Yep. Um, it's kind of easy to just plop him in there for the rest of the year, but um, it it almost felt like that's that they brought him in purely for like when Siggy Schmidt. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a less personable. Uh, the he's the less personable equivalent of John Gruden to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like at one time, Dom Kinnear was a, one of the best coaches in the league. Um, constantly, his teams were up at the top. Um, he's done a lot for MLS, but time has passed him by. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So I'm not gonna. Yeah, He's right now I, I guess I go – I can't go Ramondo because then that – you're playing against yourself if you use Minnesota attackers. Yep. So unless unless you're hedging your bets up at the top of the standings, you can't go Ramondo. Like me and you can't use Ramondo unless you don't play Minnesota anybody. Uh, yeah. So I think it's probably is uh, Tyler Miller. Yep. In the Lee Win revenge game. Yeah. Probably playing as the most defensive midfielder of a three man midfield. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense, Which but right, okay. Which, yeah. Yeah. All right. New England haven't really been scoring a lot of goals lately. Mm-hmm. Um, their last four games, I think they have, let's see. Zero, zero. I'm counting towards the future here. One, one. So they, <laughs> they have two goals in Not four great, games. Bob. <laughs> Not ideal. Yeah. Yeah, it's Miller. Not cheap. Though. I mean, they don't have Laurent Simon anymore because they sold him yep. to Deep Dijon. Mm-hmm. But, um, woof. Yeah. Defenders, though, I mean, we didn't really talk about them. And uh, I guess, like, Zussi, do you play him or not? That's a big question. Yeah. Uh, I think the answer is yes. I usually go with no. But. But who else, the... who else jumps out to you as, like, a defender you need to use? Because I know you're not going to use Minnesota defenders. Correct. You probably are going to use one DC United guy and yep. maybe maybe from the bench in a switcheroo scenario. Yep. Uh, RSL don't have like – like we said, we can't really use RSL guys. It's not ideal. So you're looking at LAFC defenders. Yep. Uh, maybe, maybe go all in and use three Phew. or two. You have to use two because you want to usually win unless you don't. Usually win and then use three, or that'd be a, that'd be a game. If you have win and Vela, then right. If you use Vela, 
Um, Friedel will probably play defensive. Just yeah, get, they're just not good a, at it, though. Get a point on the road. I know they're not good at <laughs> it, but they actually haven't been giving up a lot of goals either the last four. Yep, that's true. They've given up only... Uh, they've given up four in four, so if it's you, just a bunch of low-scoring games. Yeah, if DC United comes out with a full A-team on Wednesday, I wouldn't shy away from Red Bulls. Definitely not. I would probably want to use Kamara Lawrence for sure. Mm -hmm. um, Long would be coming back from U.S. national team duty, mm -hmm. so maybe they would rest him an extra game and not play him Sunday. Yep. But, I mean, you we'll be able to see who plays there and right. figure it out. What about, I mean, like, Toronto guys? Morrow or is that yeah, still just... Morrow's in. I think Brandon Vincent, home to Orlando, is in. If you need, like, a fallback on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Vincent has not really been that great this year. No. Um, it's partially him, partially the team. And I was going to say, that team's really bad. Yeah, they are. But they're coming back from a nice little vacation in Germany. <laughs> right. Right. I didn't see the Schweine testimonial, did you? I didn't. I didn't. Wow, how could we miss that? Yeah. How can we even take ourselves seriously Agreed. as MLS podcasts? Yeah, we'll have to get on that right after this. <laughs> I'm sure it's on the Bayern website somewhere. Yeah, who knows? Uh, I think about Philly defenders, too. I was going to say that, too, yeah. Yeah, definitely in play, mm -hmm. Philly defenders. Jack Elliott always gets my attention. <laughs> Could yeah. be that he's the cheapest one, but... Could be that he has a couple goals lately. Yeah. You, have, you have Skyler syndrome. That's right. Guy can get come up with a brace at any moment. We've seen it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just... For the double game week, like for DC and Minnesota, I can't see you rostering more than one. One each, or yes, one total. Yes. Yeah, one each. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like we're we're down there in the standings, obviously. Mm -hmm. So down from where we want to be. Yep. I mean, we're still doing pretty good, but uh, if we think everyone else is going to go that light on defense, then really our strategy should be to double up Do on yeah, a, a double game week yeah. too. That's the thing. Like now, we just need to whatever plays we make, they need to be correlated. We can't really have an attacker going against a defender that we have. Yep. We can't really have, um, like I said, using Minnesota attackers and then using Ramondo or Justin Glad. Um, yep. I don't know. It's. I mean, you can, but it's not optimal. Right. I think I'm going to be light on Minnesota this week. All over. Not without you, it, just light. You're probably not using Angelo Rodriguez then? Uh, I bet I max out at Quintero and Ibarra. Yeah. Well, getting you to use Ibarra is like pulling teeth. So. <laughs> um, yeah. that I'm okay with that one. Yeah, I don't like... RSL at home has been tough, but like RSL in general, mm -hmm. I'm not really scared to take attackers against them. Right. Rodriguez is 6.82, which is nice. That is pretty good. Especially when you have to pay 12.5 for Contero. Yeah. 
Yeah, that really opens things up. Yeah. I don't know that we, I honestly I haven't tried to throw a complete team together because the the website was being a little slow on me. But um, there's going to be a lot of midfielders you want to play, and not a lot of defenders. You don't think I'm going to be able to fit everybody in in terms of pricing? Correct. Really? Yeah. Huh? Because I think Ibarra is going to be the cheapest one. It's seven and a half, and you're not going to want multiple of those guys. You may end yeah. up with them. Yeah, I think the switch. This is like a very clear week where your your four guy is a defender, right? Yes. <laughs> like you're not sacrificing a forward spot or a midfield spot with all these great players. Not yeah, not playing catch up or not. Yeah, probably not. So you, I would say if you're if you're down in the standings, you want to be higher. You need to be working the switcheroo this week. Like this is a very clear week where you need to be milking the switcheroo tactics for yeah. all they're worth. Absolutely. It's not an auto route scenario. I know you and Skylar, um, having dad lives, yep. you really enjoy the the auto route. Yeah, but it actually uh, is perfect for me this week because it's New York City FC who are off. I get to get some of my guys in for this. I believe we were calling it the lazy roo, no less. Oh, yes, that's what you like to call it. Yeah. Yeah, probably not the best week for that, but... um, It's never really the best week for it. Do your thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not really. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Well, it was last season was so much easier when we could just pick Yosef Martinez and Maxi Morales uh-huh. every week. Yeah. Yep. It was. Get Zussi in there yeah. for the first like half a season. Yeah. Javinko, Villa, we got them all. Yeah. Now it's like which crappy team has a double game week and right. how do I have to twist my mind around that? Exactly. We literally had like a long conversation about how many guys from DC United and Minnesota United we needed in our lineups. Right. That's what we've this, come to. Yeah. This is a lot of fun, MLS. Scheduling. <laughs> uh, I still think that the Wednesday game should be the last game of a game week and not the first. Uh, that would be nice. I don't understand. That would be really nice for rankings. For everything. I don't understand the need to start on a Wednesday. That would be beautiful for rankings because I would only have to worry about that one extra game changing things. Right. Instead, like now when there's one Wednesday game, and they play a ton of Sunday or Saturday games. I have to like get back into it right away, look yes. into things. The other way would be so much better. Yeah, I never thought about that before. It's so it's obviously the correct move. Yeah, so I mean, it won't happen. <laughs> There's a lot of obviously correct moves that yeah, yeah aren't corrected. But hey, uh, who knows? Yeah, um, we'll be back next week for another double game week. Next week, I think. Obviously. Obviously. Um, we, If you want to follow up with JD, you can find him on Twitter at DFSMLS. His rankings are always available on rotowire.com slash soccer. Um, Skyler will, I think, be back next week. I'll have to double check with that. We'll see what kind of week he has without us. You think he goes down? Probably, right? What do you mean you think? Do I think he goes down? Like in the standings without podcasting with us. Oh, I mean, that hurts for sure. Yeah. I think he jumped ahead of me overall. He did. He's in the 40s. Uh, he he appears to be 14 points ahead of me this season. Hmm. So we need to change that. That <laughs> actually also shows there's a very 
tight cluster of teams. Yeah. Until you get to probably the top ten. Yep. That's yep. all I'm looking at is uh, the top couple spots, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, oh well, I'm probably out of it. So. Yeah, like I was looking, and it's like I'm like thirty something points back from 29th, yeah. but I'm almost a hundred points back from first. I'm 50 points back from eighth place. I'm 95 points back from first. Yeah, it's that's a huge difference. Yeah, but maybe I can win this uh, the Columbus League or something. I'm maybe. only uh, I'm only 26 points back from first in the Columbus, hmm. and it might be the last the last season for the Columbus one. That's right. Unfortunately, I will say the guy in first overall is also in the Rotowire League, which. Uh, thankfully add some legitimacy to us so thank you to uh fc bird turgler for uh for joining our league anyway um we'll be back next week uh jd thank you for all of that and good luck this week good luck everybody thank you for listening to the rotowire fantasy soccer podcast for more great content visit rotowire.com slash soccer Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.